from the big screen to the small screen and everything in between. This is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hello and welcome to the Screeners Podcast. My name's Daniel. This is Chad. I'm Chris. I'm Melody. And I'm Josh. And we are back to talk all things media. We're so glad you're here. We've got a pretty simple episode, just two things on the menu tonight, uh, but we are excited to dive right in. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You know the drill. If you haven't done it yet, you're missing out, okay, because that's where the conversation happens. We, we talk a lot more, and, uh, and we get feedback from you guys. So, so get on social media, follow us there, and join in the conversation. With that out of the way, let's dive into our review of The Dark Tower. For thousands of generations, the gunslingers were knights. Sworn to protect us from the coming of the dark. These visions, as you call them. What do you see? I see a tower. A man in black. And the gunslinger. They're just dreams. They're not real, Jake. another world out there. I know there is. The last gunslinger, Roland Deschane, has been locked in an eternal battle with Walter of Dim, only known as the Man in Black. Determined to prevent him from toppling the Dark Tower, which holds the universe together with the fate of the worlds at stake, good and evil will collide in the ultimate battle, as only Roland can defend the tower from the Man in Black. Of course, I'm talking about The Dark Tower, an epic movie that lived up to all the expectations of the geeks out there who loved the Stephen King novels. I am very excited to talk about this. Actually, I'm really excited to hear what Chad and Melody and a little bit of what Josh has to say because they're huge fans of the novels. Uh, and of course, that's not going to play into that's not going to come into play about the movie. We're just going to talk about the movie, right, guys? We're not going to talk about I'm not bringing Correct. any of that baggage in, right? We're just going to talk about the movie. Are you kidding? Um, me? And uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sure we're going to talk about this a lot. Okay, so anyway, so this obviously help me out here, Chad. Seven books, eight books, three well, books. Well, there's seven, I guess, technically. The original seven are what is considered, I guess, the original canon, but then there are supplemental books and yeah. stories. And as there's well. comic the books. He gets to decide the canon, right? And, True. And, and, and so this is, this is written over, these, these books were written over, what, a 30-year 30, 30 period? Yeah, the first book was 1984, I believe. 82. Right. Yeah. I think it was, yeah, 82. It was before. Well, there you go. So, here's the, so here's the deal. This, 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 obviously, this has been grumblings in Hollywood for a very long time that they're going to be making a Dark Tower movie. Uh, this is an epic fantasy novel from, or novels uh, series from Stephen King. And so there is a lot here, a lot of expectations, uh, a lot of hopes and dreams built up and actually seeing this in a big budget way on the screen. And they've been working on this for years and years and years. Uh, I think the better part of a decade this movie has been in some sort of production hell. And so here it is. After all this time, we now have the final the final product uh, from that. And so I'm very excited to hop in. What I'm going to do is I want to give I'm going to give my initial impressions. Daniel's going to talk about it a little bit and then Josh and then I think I'm going to give Chad and Melody kind of the bulk of this conversation cuz I want to ask some questions cuz I'm very we don't unfamiliar. Need that long. Uh, I'm very <laughs> unfamiliar with with the books, the but obviously sure I've seen didn't. the movie. The movie's not very long. I mean, for, for it being uh, based on seven or eight novels, this movie is only 90 minutes long. It's really trim uh, for seven books. So I'm sure they left a few things out. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe they didn't. Maybe everything's <laughs> in there. So, Daniel, why don't you tell us what you thought of The Dark Tower, the movie, and if you have any experience or, or know anything about the books. What did you think, man? Yeah, I have no experience with the books at all. So I'm uh, I'm Got it. I have nothing to compare it to, just like you, Chris. So yeah, yeah. This is an hour and a half long, and my biggest problem with it is it definitely you can feel that there is way more plot that wants to happen in this movie, and it's just not there. Um, yeah, it's just it's kind of a weird movie. I'll try to be brief because I definitely want to hear what Melody and Chad think. But there, yeah, just. No, there's no no explanations to anything are given here. I don't understand pretty much anything that happened. Just what they tell us is is that the tower is good, 
just just it is just 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 trust us it's good yeah. okay yeah and then the bat the man in black is bad just okay, just don't question he's just bad okay he's just bad hey wait, and that's all is you the dark need to tower know. even in this movie i don't even know if the dark tower is actually in this movie not actually not. they they reference yeah, it weird, and so we it? see it in like <laughs> we see it in we'll like flashback it. sort of things but we never yeah. it's never actually like in the plot of this thing. movie yeah, yeah, it's not a thing. So it's I weird. don't get. I don't know what the. Pr- I mean, they vaguely kind of say it protects us from outside <laughs> things, and that's it. Yeah. So yeah. I well, don't so get it. Do you know how when you hook a trailer up to the back of a pickup truck, you yeah. drop that little metal thing in the middle? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the dark tower, right? Just you know, just go with it. Hey, Josh, you know sure. what? That little description would have gone a long way in this movie. <laughs> right? so yes, that makes it a lot really would have. So, that makes a lot so, of sense. So outside of that, outside of not really being told, it, it just it feels like they tried to be so grounded here. I, and again, I have no idea how the books are. So maybe the books themselves also try to be grounded. I don't know. But it just it felt like this this fantasy movie that they never they didn't want to actually be fantasy. They never really went for it. Um, I at least would have respected in some way if they just kind of went for it and just went all out fantasy. But they. They like tried to ground everything really realistically, and it just it felt so contained and small and weird. So the whole thing was just kind of weird. It felt like Lord of the Rings light. Uh, It just it didn't make any sense to me. The best part of this movie is Idris Elba. Uh, I think he is great in this movie, even though the writing is pretty weak or non-existent. uh, But he is just consistently good, Uh, and he has a few good moments. I, I. I say a few, that there's very few moments, but just a couple where with some good action, some good gunslinging moments. McConaughey's terrible in this, and his character is hilarious, and I don't think they meant him to be. My favorite part is when he's walking down the street and he just goes, hate. Uh, I laughed. <laughs> I laughed so freaking hard in that movie when that happened. Um, it must be nice to be in a place to laugh at this movie. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, man. oh, it was. I don't remember it was that hilarious. scene. That sounds hilarious. Oh, it was so funny. Uh, so anyway. But just yeah. a little kid. little kid just hurt her yeah. eyes turn dark. And yeah, it's just like, a random, oh, is that what he said? Yeah. Just a I thought he just said, hey. <laughs> no, no. He that said, hate. Hate. You thought he just said, hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. It's <laughs> a good moment. So, so uh, overall, this is just really forgettable and weird. They never really went for it, so it just feels totally uncommitted and just odd. And and I think in about six months, I will forget this movie ever existed. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to follow up and kind of agree with most of that. I thought this movie was really mediocre. I wouldn't call this movie terrible. Uh, it just has a lot. You can tell that it is. there's a lot of options, and they just decided to go with this really generic, basic, super watered-down plot. But you can, like you said, Daniel, there's like this this feeling that I'm still misunderstanding basic concepts right. in this movie that I, they, they think I'm just going to understand. I don't really understand gunslingers. I don't. I, I, I asked yeah, Melody yeah. at some point. I was like, "So do they just shoot good? Is that is that what they are?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, we that, don't know that what all they, are. they do. It was so yes. weird because, like, the first the first first action sequence in this, he encounters this. I would call him fairly generic monster thing, and he just shoots him. And I was just like, "Is that his?" For some reason, and I, again, I'm not. I'm, I'm completely ignorant when it comes to the books. I just assumed that he was a little more there was something that made him special uh the gunslinger and they they describe a little bit of that that apparently the man in black can't kill him but even that dynamic is very strange i don't understand the dynamic of of their relationship at all between the man in black which you're supposed to like i guess you didn't get the part where they explained why his magic didn't work on him no did did they (laughs) say that no because they did oh okay all right (laughs) Sorry, I, I mean, I'm, honestly, I could have, but it's only, again, like, it's weird. I, I felt like this movie was a young adult novel uh, ad- yeah. adaptation. Like, this felt like the Divergent series to me. It, and, and I enjoyed it in the same way that I enjoyed the Divergent movies, which is, I don't get all this. It's kind of silly and stupid, but it's kind of just mindless whatever for a little while. But there was nothing, and I know at the bottom of this, it, 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 what this is all based on, uh, is something that is beloved and amazing and that my wife thinks is one of the best book series of all time and Chad reveres with all of his heart uh, and right. none of that even like comes close 
like I, th- this movie doesn't even want me to explore. Like normally with like even the Divergent series guys, like afterwards I'd go to like the Wikipedia page and be like, now what was I missing? Here I just don't. I'm not even interested in this universe. There's not really anything totally offensive, but there's nothing there to really grab onto. And the entire time I was watching this movie, I just felt like, okay, this is this is interesting. One thing too, and maybe you guys can uh, speak to this because this is a question I had. Um, I just assumed that the gunslinger Roland was going to be the main character. Is he not the main character in the Dark Tower? No, he is. Jake, Jake is like the main character in this, right? right. Um, yeah, I've read that criticism too, and you're right. It, it was just—I don't think Jake, although he was fine as as an actor, I felt as a character, I really didn't care too much. I, I don't know how to—I don't even know how to explain it. Like the entire time, I was just thinking to myself, "Can we get to the the cool bits?" It's because he's a, even, just a generic kid, whereas the other characters yeah, have exactly. something, or supposed yeah. to. Well, Jake has the shining, so there's that. <laughs> but no, 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 he doesn't. He doesn't have the shine. He has the shine, the which is shine. the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I yeah, laughed out awful. loud when they first said that. He, that so something stupid. has the shine. I was like, what? What? Are you? Are they, Joe, they, they said that. It was actually the sh- I thought that I misunderstood them. Anyway, there's a lot of that stuff in here. It just felt like under the surface, there's so much more. And none of that came through for me. Very mediocre. I'll probably never revisit this movie ever. Um, and um, unless they come out with like an R-rated, I don't know, like three and a half hour cut of this movie that they just decided to put together and it actually makes it awesome, I don't think I'm going to revisit it. So that's for me very mediocre and I really can't recommend it to just about anyone because I think probably book lovers is gonna are going to hate this. People who aren't familiar with the series aren't going to like it because it seems inaccessible. It's just weird. I don't know who they made this for, um, but here it is. All right, Josh. So you were told by two members of the podcast, two crew, two members. Anyway, whatever. You were told by Melody <laughs> and by Chad that you had to read this, these books for this movie because you had to get to know. So you've read what? Four books in the series? Four books. Correct? Four okay. out of the original seven. All right, so tell I re- us. I read, I read far enough to get to what Chad says is his favorite fiction book of all time. Oh, yep. wow. Of all, all right. time. So you've read That's that right. book, or you haven't gotten to it yet? No, I have. Okay. I, I went through that one. So tell us first, what what have you thought so far of the book series? And just briefly touch on that, because there's still a lot there. And are, then maybe how that... Sure? Yeah. I mean, maybe, and then just <laughs> whatever you think. People to your corners. Ma- make it, oh, make it, Ring make the it bell. interesting, please. <laughs> make it interesting. We're going on the spectrum, people. So From Daniel and I, who knows nothing, here's Josh. Well, so short answer is I, I agree with pretty much all of what you guys just got through saying. Yeah. Um, but since this is the only chance I'm going to get to do this, and I spent a couple months of my life on this project, <laughs> I have to, <laughs> have to back up and say that I've known Chad for, let's see, about 13 years now. I've known Melody for almost 20. Mm. And so I've had these people in my these life <laughs> telling me how great this book series is for years and years. Actually, maybe it wasn't until they met each other that I heard yeah. the full force of how amazing the Dark Tower series is. And so when I heard that this movie was coming out, I had to I had to at least give it the give it a fair chance. I'd never read any of Stephen King's books before, so he's well, obviously to be fair, you've been a longtime hater of Stephen King, even though you've never read any of his books. So let's start <laughs> how, with that. Well, how do you know that? Like Because I, you have verbally said that a hundred times. <laughs> because you hate everything, Josh. Just go with that. Okay. He gave it the good old Josh try. All right, Josh. Well, if, if Melody's willing to say that, I guess I'll have to agree with her because she's the nicest one we have on this podcast. <laughs> I so, might not be nice tonight. That's that's probably true. Okay, so I, I did. I got the first four books for my birthday and just kind of, they're really quick to read. They're really, they're super long. It's like 2,000 pages, but it took, I don't know, a couple months of, of free time to get through them because, because of Stephen King's writing style. It's not... It's not what you'd call dense. Oh my word. Stephen King and... Here we go. (laughs) I don't know which order to put all of this in, but Stephen King is a good storyteller. He He has good characters in his head. He has a narrative in his head. Stephen King is not a good writer. He's just not. The books are full of like internal inconsistencies 
weird character voices, odd tangents that make it feel like he's filling space, and just stuff like that. So, my initial reaction to at least the beginning of the movie, and the fact that it's only, what, 94 minutes long, is that this is actually, like, tighter than the books, and that's a good thing. Now, it turns out that it's not a good thing, because it's exactly what Chris and Daniel just said. You you have to have read this stuff in order to have any idea what what's even going on at all. Yeah. So that's a bad thing for a movie, especially when it's not even an adaptation of the book series. The, the movie shares some characters with the books, but it's not really what happens in the books. It's not... It's not a one-to-one correlation it's not even close it's just some broad themes and a couple characters and a couple of the main characters are different from what they are in the books and it's just a really strange mishmash like you guys all said and exactly what going back to what daniel said it felt like there was a lot more plot that wanted to happen and they didn't go full-on fantasy it felt contained and weird that is in a way how the books felt to me even though they were so long like Stephen King sets up this whole essentially multiverse and then he sticks in this one little corner of it because he can write the dialect of uh, of the characters who inhabit that corner and it, that seemed really strange to me but obviously I'm jumping around way too much here between the and books you, and the movie and you've read four of like and I've read books. four, so you, you can tell you can tell me I'm missing stuff, and that's perfectly valid. But there's the the books I got through. It was like it did not really inspire me to read the next three because I got through like your favorite one, Chad. I really wanted to get to that one because that even you said power through the first one turned out yeah to be the power first one through the first three. But <laughs> what are you gonna say? The first one what? First one's a slog for sure. It's rough. Yeah, because it was it was so early in his career, and I mean, you it can was. tell he was young. Uh, so, anyways, the movie is what Chris and Daniel said it was. It's a strange mishmash, and not not totally terrible. In fact, in fact, and this is where I lose all my friends. Um, I left the movie wanting to tell myself and almost believing to myself that this was the first time I was going to be able to say that a movie was better than the book it was based on. Oh my but gosh. I really don't think I can do that. <laughs> Whoa. After, Whoa. After further You're, you were close to saying that, though. That's I a, was. So you, you, I really wow. wanted to say that because, be, because of the tightness the of the story. Oh, oh okay. Um, no, yes, because of the reaction I was going to get. No, it was... Because I, I felt more like they got through a story without a lot of extra filler. But then as I reflected on that more, it's like, no, if, especially if I hadn't read the books, that was a pretty, pretty bad storyline. Yeah. Anyways, I see the rest of my time to Chad and Melody unless I <laughs> want to argue with them during their time. Oh, yes. There's going to be plenty of that. I'm yes. sure in spoilers no, there won't we can be. do that. I have nothing oh, no. to say to no, you, Josh. We, we, Oh Josh, <laughs> you have so much inte- to say to he me. He can't intellectually it. betray his own self to admit to like anything that anybody popular would write. It's fine. Well, no, <laughs> it's fine. It's a very right. sad state of affairs. Okay, all right. So now we're talking about the books again. But Melody, here we are. The Dark Tower. You've seen it. It was. It's the only movie I think we've had on a calendar in forever. <laughs> we counted down the days. Mm-hmm. What did you think? What did you think? Well, guys, I'm sitting here listening to your talk about this film and books, and I really just feel ill. Like, my body feels ill. I really just (laughs) want to throw up right now, so I'm going to try and get through this, but it's very difficult for me. I feel like I can't agree with you guys about about what you said about this movie because there was pieces of what you said that had some positivity in them and I just can't join you there I just can't I don't think I've ever hated a movie as much as this one that's just a fact Uh, and okay so I thought I thought as I'm sitting through the movie I thought about like writing some clever seething criticism like Josh usually does like ripping apart the movie limb from limb like this was wrong and this was wrong and this was wrong And, you know, I could just, like, intelligently and thoroughly put this piece of garbage in its place. 
But, you know, as I'm sitting there thinking about doing that, I just realized, like, I can't bring myself to muster the energy to even do that because this movie just doesn't even, it just doesn't even deserve that energy. Like, I'm not going to have to argue with anyone that the movie is horrible. There's no one that's going to see this movie and like it. There's no one that's going to see this movie and understand it or have any emotional investment in it whatsoever. And nobody's going to even care what they did or did not do differently than the books. Because if you've read the books, you already know. And if you haven't read the books, you're certainly never going to read the books after you see this movie. So, like, who even cares? Like, I don't. It's like, okay, it's like taking Frodo and Aragorn out of Lord of the Rings. Just throw away all the rest of the characters. Just throw them the fires of hell and most of middle earth just throw it away <laughs> send them it's mountain to, doom melody yeah whatever send them to battle in like you know just send them to like hollywood that'd be a good place for them to just you know battle saruman and throw everything else away i mean basically that's what i felt like i was watching like i feel like this movie is an abomination but it's like <laughs> an incomprehensible abomination like i can't even wrap my mind around it enough to understand how to like be angry about it because I can't understand how it got produced. Like I don't understand how smart people who know the source material of this story can sit in a room and read this script and watch the filming and like go through all the process of making a movie and come out with this. I don't, my, my brain just like can't understand it. So anyways, I could go on and on about all that. I'm sure you people get the point of what I'm saying. Like, okay. If I have to engage the reality, okay, this is a movie. What do I have to say about this movie besides that I hate it? Like, Idris Elba, he was fine (laughs) as Roland. Like, whatever. I don't even care. He wasn't awful. He wasn't great. He was fine. There wasn't a moment where I, like, saw him and heard him on the screen, and I was like, oh, there's Roland. I was like, there's a guy trying to be Roland. I don't know. It was fine. The, The Tom Taylor who played Jake, like, of the th- of the three main characters, he was probably the closest to the character from the book, but not. I wouldn't say he was like great. And of course, this is not even the Jake that we know and love because that Jake is not even from Keystone Earth. So this is a different Jake, anyways. There's so many layers to his character and his story that like aren't even addressed here. I he was okay. He was all right. I I could deal with him as Jake. Matthew McConaughey, like what in the world, like. When I heard Matthew McConaughey was going to be the man in black, I, like, actually believed that he could pull off a decent man in black. Like, yeah, I could see him being that character. But, like, I really feel like he was definitely the worst thing. Well, I I don't know that I could say the worst thing, but he was one of the worst things. Yeah, he was the worst thing in the movie. Like, there was not one time uh, when he was on the screen that I got even a hint of the man in black vibe. Like, not even one time, not even one scene. It was not even just the, the worst. not even the part where he went by the little girl and went, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, <laughs> what's you doing?" Uh, I mean, I tr- I tried to think. Did I like anything? Did I was there one, was there anything about this movie that I liked? There was one moment partway through where there was a scene which I I mean I don't even know we're not in spoilers but there was one scene that like actually made me think of the books, um, and it made me like nostalgic for the books but in a very sad way because clearly what i'm seeing is not the books uh so that one scene maybe for a brief moment but overall it's just an abomination and i could rip it apart piece by piece and maybe we can do some of that in spoilers but i don't really know why anyone would even want to listen to that but sure we can do that i also just want to say like not that it even matters but the score of this movie the music was horrible it was distractingly horrible like it was wretched and it bothered me i don't i don't i mean everything else was also wretched but the music was particularly (laughs) distractingly terrible and so was everything else that's what i have to say and i'm very sad well that's a lot of praise being heaped on the dark tower melody uh for you to say that it was your favorite movie of all time i mean that is pretty bold statement um so all right we're gonna move on now chad how yeah. about you, man? Do you agree with the epicness, awesomeness that was this movie? <laughs> I do. I want to follow Melody, Melody's hmm. version of not ripping apart the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, very much in keeping with Melody, I'm just going to I'm going to keep this brief because at, at, at some point we it's diminishing returns. But my 
my hope going into this movie was to just judge it for what it was, just as a movie, and that so I'm going to keep my critique pretty much confined to just the movie. I really do feel like the way people have attempted to make this for the last 10 years, you know, originally, I don't know if you guys remember, this actually started with J.J. Abrams and then Carlton Cuse and Lindelof Mm -hmm. were going to adapt this, and then they are big Stephen King fans. It was so beloved to them that they were afraid, this is literally, they said they were afraid they were going to not be able to do it justice. That's when it went to Ron Howard, then it ended up with Sony. And so Sony, the first cut of this movie that was delivered to Sony, they were so unhappy with it that they ordered several million uh, dollars worth of reshoots and rewrites. There are four credited writers on the script. And somehow this is what we got after all of that. You know, originally when Ron Howard had it, there were it was going to be three movies plus a television series. I've actually come around to the thought that the only way that I think that anything related to The Dark Tower can appropriately be adapted is to be made into a prestige television series. Yeah, I really do. I think there are five seasons, seven probably not, but five seasons of fantastic television only done at like HBO level quality stuff as far as budget that could make this world come to life and give it what it deserves. It's never going to be done in a way that's going to make fans happy, even over a series of movies, because unlike Josh, I think the books are so dense that part of what makes it worth having the adventure is the complexity and the density of the journey from the beginning of Roland following the man across the desert, man in black across the desert, to the Dark Tower. So all that led me to the the idea that this is not an adaptation. This is a sequel. So I went into this movie like, okay, Ground Zero, it's a sequel. This or a sequel of sorts, I should say, you know, without going too much into spoilers for the books or the movie, but just that this is not going to be an adaptation. Let's see what happens. But then instead of actually making a sequel, they took several and and Josh mentioned this somewhat, but he hasn't finished the whole series. They actually did take several key things like big picture plot things that somewhat happen in the series and then crammed it into this movie as a result. It makes everybody that has any kind of affinity for the canon material mad, and it makes anybody that doesn't know the canon material feel like they don't have enough information. So it, it just boggles the mind how they thought playing it down the middle and trying to make everybody happy would not clearly be a recipe to make no one happy. And that's exactly what they did. Um, Can you give and, us an example of one of those things? Let's just do spoilers. Like, let's just I do couldn't it. spoil this movie if I tried. <laughs> well, and it, yeah, I know, so, right? There's not much but that we happens. Could. Where the movie opens, where you see the tower and the kids, and not the tower, but the the man in blacks. It's Devar Toy, but the area there where what they're did you trying just say? To, it's the name of it. Don't worry about it. The name of it. Oh, the, the, okay. the name. The name of the place where the man in black is like using these kids to try and bring the tower down. Which was stupid. That was the dumbest that, thing ex- I've ever it, seen. When, in the when it starts like that, you better believe it is. Everything so, was stupid. <laughs> In the series, that happens in there's almost there's literally an entire book, Wolves of the Cala, that is Five. that is de- that Five. is dedicated to things happening around that place and uh, certain things that happen to try and advance them one step closer to the tower. Uh, the way they showed it in the movie is not how it is in the book, but again, it's a it's a very pivotal place, and what happens there is somewhat what happens in the book. So again, it's like a glimpse of what happens in the series, but in a different way, but enough to make people that have read the material recognize it. I just can't fathom how anybody wrote... If you're going to do a sequel, just do a sequel. Give us Roland, give us the Man in Black, and then go somewhere completely different. That way you're not making everybody that could be your, your biggest champions for this movie hate you, which is what which is what they did. And Chris, your analogy about a young adult novel is exactly right. If you just look at the plot beats of this movie without yeah. the context of what's yes. in the books, this is a straight-up young adult novel plot. But that's exactly what they did by making the choice to try and marry these two worlds. They either need to just do an adaptation or do a sequel, but don't try to do both, which is what they did. Beyond that, I'm going to agree with everybody. I actually do think that the performances 
were pretty good. I think Idris Elba was was pretty good. I think the kid Jake. Uh, I agree with Melody because I have such a strong relationship to that character in the books. I had a few moments where I was like, yeah, that that feels like the Jake that I envisioned in my head when I yeah. read the book. So I really did like that. The major problem of this movie is really about perspective, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna move on. Immediately in this movie, we start seeing perspective of Jake, and then it's the gunslinger, and then it's the man in black, and then it's all these kids. When you construct a movie that way, there is no tension because you know where everything's coming from. In the books, you're getting everything from the point of view of Roland, and then as his group grows, you start to expand that quartet, and you start to get the rest of the people that are taking this journey with him, and so the man in black is a much more mysterious and menacing character. There's a lot of things that you don't understand, and the unraveling of the mystery around that is what is compelling and keeps you going. When you make a movie like this, if they had stayed focused on either Roland, or even if they wanted to make Jake the main character, but kept that point of view one-sided, then even this movie, as bad as it was, could have been somewhat interesting, but when you open it up like they did and you put a cartoon character in there like McConaughey as the man in black who by the way is evidently a Jedi now you know then it's just <laughs> it really ridiculous is. I mean that last fight I was like this yeah, is now what, what? what am I watching here is that, is that in the books is, it, no, is that the that, way he's no. done in the book oh, it's it, this is full-on no. spoilers now, ladies and gentlemen. So, but we're talking about the end of the movie. So, Nobody if you want to just just to go <laughs> away, but we're talking about that. So, full-on spoilers. No. Roland doesn't know what forty-five caliber bullets are. Yeah, that, that was the thing. Right. That was yeah, that was pretty funny though. Like, are there bullets in your world? You're gonna like. I still don't understand why some of that fish out of water stuff was pretty cute. It was, that was funny, and it made me mad that I laughed at it. Like, this is what I've been reduced to. I'm no, that, laughing it was at pretty this funny. Right. That, 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 that was pretty here, funny. Here's your hot dog. What breed? That's pretty yeah. funny. That, that was, was funny. funny. And no. some of the gunplay stuff was cool. The way he reloaded yeah. his bullets. Some yeah. of that was cool. Like 90 seconds. Was there cool. there were some cool things. But that sequence in particular and the fact that like Melody was telling me, I guess, in the books, like uh, guns and bullets are like rare apparently in, what is they it, are. Midworld? What is it called? That's, that's Mortal yeah, Kombat. Mid-world. What is it called? Hey, listen. Mid-world. No, it's Midworld. No, it is, is it Midworld? Mid-world? Yeah. Not yeah. only are guns and bullets rare, but portals are unbelievably Seriously? rare. Well, I mean, that was my like question. When, when you find those things, it's an epic moment of a quest being accomplished, and right. it takes you to another book. In this movie, it's like, hey, we'll just go wherever we need to go. Bam. Okay. So, well, that was my so question. Dumb. That was my question. So is, is, is the two things like there's so many portals everywhere? Like, why don't they just why don't they just move ammo into the world and guns and why <laughs> why aren't they doing that? I don't understand. And anyway, it doesn't. Whatever. But I just, I when, when I was watching that, I was just thinking to myself, this is the stupidest end because they've built up the Man in Black as being invincible. There's a moment in this movie where he freaking catches a bullet that he's not looking at, and like that you can't kill the Man in Black, and then he just shoots him. I didn't understand. Is it yeah, because he's able to? No, he couldn't deflect the thing because both his hands were already busy. Don't you get it? He needs no. his hands, man. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> they don't in the in the movie they don't explain how he has his powers or what his powers are. Right. And I don't know what they are cuz in the movie I don't know what he is. He's like exactly. I said he's a Jedi yeah. god. I yeah. don't know what he is. He's not okay. like that in the book. But was that so Daniel for from you from your perspective at the end of that did you understand what had happened? Like how in the world this he was able like I didn't think that was well done on any level. Like no, him killing a man in black. It was I just didn't care at that point because I didn't I didn't have any stakes. Like I literally yep. didn't yeah. care what happened. So yeah. by that point it was just like uh, I I don't know. I, I got the whole thing about his hands, but it was just like so stupid that it just Well I don't know, it just didn't so make any sense. Do you, do you want to know what they might have been doing? Um in the books there is bullets work differently in different worlds, like bullets from our world have effects in another world that they don't have in ours so like a, a bullet from our world could presumably kill the man in black could blow up a building <laughs> blow it up yeah that's not <laughs> one really bullet meant, but yeah it let's did. Go with one probably. one shot yeah. one bullet blew up that entire thing and all those poor people in the village below i looked over at melody and i was like roland just killed hundreds of Innocent well, first children. of all, 
Oh. Make no mistake, Roland will kill anybody. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. He does not Speaking care. Speaking of he, which. All he cares about is getting to the tower. No, he which loves Which is not what, even what he cares not in this about movie. in this movie. Not in this movie. He doesn't care about getting, he never even mentions that. That's not yeah, even a thing. Yeah, they change his main He's, motivation to revenge, which is great. It's revenge. That's not even a thing. He, he, no, he loves, he loves, what's his name? Jake. Jake, he does. Because in like four minutes into the movie, they're like hanging out and they're like, he's like telling him everything and they're best friends. So yeah. dumb. Literally, like five minutes after meeting him, yeah. they're sitting down and he's like, no, well, but that's what I didn't understand. I feel like we should tell them what happens in the books to Jake, but maybe not. No. Fine. Let all BuzzFeed right. do it. There was an article on BuzzFeed that that <laughs> took care of all that for you. <laughs> Ultimately, so, so, we yeah. need to move on. Yeah. Go ahead, Daniel. Saying. On a Go separate ahead. note, to change the subject, uh, did, did you guys catch the thousands upon thousands of Stephen King references yes. throughout this movie? Yeah. There were a lot. They were so yes. overt. It was, like, distracting. A big, yeah. gigantic sign that says Pennywise. They couldn't even try to be subtle about it. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't even catch that because I don't they know They hover anything. on the, sh- the, the, the hotel from yeah. The Shining. There were they, so many. They do. Uh, oh, what was There were several others. I mean, it, that's fine because I guess apparently the Dark Tower. But see, that's the thing. Like What I didn't understand about this movie, and you guys can make a lot. I mean, try and explain it to me in the context of the movie because these are things I just didn't understand in the film itself. So the Man in Black is, correct me if I'm wrong, the Man in Black is... T- is kidnapping children from our pl- our earth right that's He's what's happening in the movie in the movie yes well, that's what i'm asking you okay. guys can All you right. just explain this to me He's taking these children to a like a concentration like camp where they have to like die when the whistle blows or whatever and their screams um basically it's like uh it's like monsters no, inc no it's right? not monsters inc the they're only they're thing. taking they're taking children and kids that have psychic abilities, and it's their psychic abilities. What? It's, they didn't it's, it's say that at screen. all. Yeah, they did. Yes, yes they, they did. did. They called when? it the shine. Yes, they did. Oh, that's what it's called. That, that's the psychic ability is the shine. And they had yes. specific things. Even I just in thought the movie, it was like as innocence. bad as it is where they said, no, the where they said, we, we've found some special kids. Yeah. And yeah, no, it's, it's about their psychic abilities. Ah, not so, that I'm trying to defend the movie, but <laughs> well, no, I, did, I honestly didn't understand that. I just thought Jake was the only one that had the shine. I didn't realize. No, that, they all like, do. That's why they're okay. taking. I, 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 I didn't the get best. that either. Okay, thank you, Daniel. Thank you for Pete's sake. I did not understand that at all. Okay, I all didn't right, understand cool. any of this right. movie. It was very, very weird. Ultimately, what is heartbreaking <clears throat> to yeah. people like Melody and myself is. This very much like Aragon, uh, <laughs> although this even more so than Aragon, more so. is 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 a a potential epic piece of work that could have the lasting impact of a Lord of the Rings kind of thing. Yeah, if they would just take the take the right approach to doing it, uh, but because of the way things work, you know this this is probably the only shot we'll get at this at least for 15, 20 more years if they even try to pick it up again, unless the TV show goes forward. But uh, it's heartbreaking because the potential is absolutely there. It has all the elements and the things that you would want in an epic story. And stories like this, unfortunately, don't come along that often. Yeah, they cut out, what, five, seven of King's best characters in the stories? Like, a lot. I mean, yeah. yeah. A lot. The story is not just about Roland and Jake. No, no kidding. No, 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 no. It's not. Daniel, screen it, rent it, skip it. What do you think? I mean, it's it's not so horrible. Like, it's not, like, one of the worst things ever. So I was leaning towards saying rent it, but I, I don't – It's it, it might not even be worth You'll just be bored, I feel like. So I don't even think there's a reason to rent it. So I guess, I guess yeah. just skip it. I would say, like, in between the rental and the skipping is that wonderful uh, point when you can just watch it on a, on, a, on a some sort of a streaming service you already pay for. Yeah. So if you're, like, bored on, like, a Saturday afternoon and you Adding need to clean. Adding a new ca- category, are you? <laughs> uh, you need to clean. Stream it. Uh, you can stream it. Yeah, exactly. Not not. I wouldn't pay for this movie. Um, yeah. It's not really pay worthy but it could be enjoyable on the background it's not it's just mediocre guys it yeah. really is i know if you bring baggage into it it's got to be terrible i understand that but it just is mediocre for me uh, so i would say yeah stream it there we go now we've got four categories josh Good. Good. where do you go man i don't know stream it skip it i'm 
yeah uh, the the picture you guys have all painted is just right like there's there's nothing in this movie for any one category of person yeah like, it's made <laughs> yeah. for a person who doesn't exist you're, you're right <laughs> yeah. man yeah so absolutely right yeah okay all right melody how about you hearing you guys say to anyone to possibly <laughs> see this movie makes me want to throw up all over again. I beg you people, do not see this movie. If you have read the books, it will break your heart. If you have not read the books, there's still hope for you. Stay away from this movie and read the books. <laughs> and don't give these people any reason to make any other film ever in the history of Whoa. their lives. Whoa. Mm. So much wow. love. So Damn. much love. Woo. <laughs> Chad, how are you feeling about this? I think it was super creepy and cool that this movie made nineteen million. That was pretty so creepy. So tell me the significance of that. I heard somebody say no. that that's that's crazy. What we is the we're deal? Not, we're not we digging down that hole. That. It's just important in this in the series. Okay, that all right. N- so th- that number is okay, not 19, cool. 19. Yeah. Anyway, I think that this. I think I'm going to go with your new category here, Chris. It's not worthy of theater. Yeah. It's definitely. I wouldn't pay to see it. But if you're already paying for a service and you want to put it in the background, if I take my glass of love that I have for the series off the table and just look at this as a movie, it's it, you can do worse as far as just streaming a no, background movie. So Don't I'll go it. with that. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys. Well, this has been fun. I have enjoyed this conversation. I know that there's a lot that we didn't get to. Uh, so uh, if you're listening to this and you just you need to vent your love or your hate upon this, let us know in the comments. Uh, we would appreciate it. All right, let's move on now. The cutting room floor. The Cutting Room Floor. For this week's Cutting Room Floor, the screeners return to flickchart.com. Are you excited, people? It's been a while. Oh, yeah. Yes. Let's do this. It's been a while. Flickchart is the website where we go in and rank films in an effort to build our top 10, 20, whatever list of all time. Uh, we've only up to this point ranked about 100 films, and so we're going to spend today going through the next 15 or 20 or so to see if we can refine our list. Our current number 20 is Sin City. Our Oof. current number 10 is Toy Story. Our current number 5 is Air Force One. And our current number one is The Shawshank Redemption. So it's not too bad. <laughs> but we need to get to work. So here we go. We're going to start with... Please let, it be, so- please let it be The Dark Tower versus Aragon. What would you do? Wait a minute. Hang on. Hang on. I know what exactly what I would do. So choice. I think I was actually disappointed by Aragon more. Yeah. Because wow. I didn't have any expectations for this movie. So you're choosing anyway, The Dark Tower, huh? So the way this works for those of you that are new to Flickchart is the the website picks two movies and we compare them. And the way that it works since there are five of us is the rules are at least three have to have seen the movie. And then we vote and the winner moves on. Our first two tonight should be pretty easy. We have Jurassic Park 3 versus Training Day. So let's just start with Chris. Chris, what do you think? Oh, you know, what is the better movie or the one that I'd want to see again? Uh, Uh, That's up to you. Training day. Training day. (laughs) Melody? Training day for sure. Daniel? Training day. All right, Josh? Yep, clean sweep. Training day. Training day it is. Not even close. Yeah. All right. The Fugitive with Harrison Ford in 1993 versus Will Smith in iRobot. Let's reverse it now, Josh. Haven't seen iRobot. Okay. Daniel? I do have a soft spot in my heart for iRobot because I watched that movie a lot in high school. But Don't do it. Fugitive what? is a lot better. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just Things to are about to get crazy. <laughs> yeah, The Fugitive. Chris? I didn't do it. I don't care. Of course, The Fugitive. <laughs> The fugitive it is. Is that your interpretation of how I talk, Chris? Yeah, man. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Which one of those was Harrison Ford? Throw another shrimp <laughs> on true. the Barbie. Isn't that what? on the What bar? is what? happening? Is that like Tennessee what? via <laughs> Australia? Okay, I don't know what's happening. He is a man of a thousand voices. Here we go. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, 1984, versus the classic 1996 Scream. The original. Chris, what's your answer? Uh, I'm going to go with Scream. Ooh, interesting. I I like Scream quite a bit. Uh, Yeah, definitely Scream. I don't like Temple of Doom at all. Molaram. Daniel? 
That's a pretty tough one. I really love both of those movies. Um, I'll uh, I'll go with consensus. I'll go with Scream. Oh, you wimped out, Scream. Josh, what about you? Yeah, I haven't seen either of those. <laughs> I love Flick. Okay. Well, it doesn't it. matter what my vote is. But you still have to give us a vote. Come on. Oh, man. It's tough. That's a tough one. Mm, man, I loved Indiana Jones. Yeah, Short but that's... round. Dr. Jones. Yeah, okay. All right, I'm going to have to go. No, I've got to go Indiana Jones, but it doesn't matter. You guys voted yeah. Scream. Scream's Scream goes better. through. Scream's a better Scream is a great movie. Come on. It, it is. The first one. I just don't the know first one's better. good. No, I agree. It has a great opening scene for sure. Yep. All right. This one is going to be difficult, people. We have Saving Private Ryan versus 2008 Rock and Rolla. <laughs> what? Have you guys seen <laughs> what? Yes. I have seen Rock and Rolla. Yes. yes. Okay. Melody, have you seen I, I have not. Sorry. Okay. So there are three of us that have. Okay. Yeah. So can we just say Saving Private yeah, Ryan? Just move on. Just move on. Just move on. Thank goodness. <laughs> okay. All right. The next pairing up for our consideration is we have Scary Movie, the spoof, the original one from 2000, versus Shaun of the Dead. Oh, my God. Come on. Can we move on? Can we just skip that Let's one? Let's move on. Shaun of the Dead it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's objectively better. I mean, there's not even... You can't yeah. even. Yeah. I agree. I agree. All right, so now we have X-Men Origins Wolverine. Everybody <laughs> remember that? 2009. <laughs> that garbage. X-Men <laughs> Origins Wolverine versus Lost in Translation. Oh. Okay. Let's start with Josh. I really don't... I, there's so many X-Men movies. I don't know whether I've seen Wolverine or not. I don't think Just I have, go. but Lost Just in go. Translation wins. Okay, uh, Daniel. Yeah, Lost in Translation. Melody. Definitely Lost in Translation. And Chris. I'm going with X Men Origins. Of course you are. Wolverine. Yeah. Of course you are. No, you're not. He's not. I mean, He's not. not at all. Come on, are you kidding me? Lost in Translation. That was very believable, actually. Yeah, it, really it was. was. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so here's one that I will enjoy. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, mm. still to this day one of my favorite movie-going experiences, <laughs> versus Moulin Rouge. Oh, what? All right, Chris, what's the uh, answer? Definitely uh, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, hands down. Is that your real vote? Rouge. Yes. I do not like Moulin Stop Rouge, it. guys. Stop it. <laughs> I don't. You know, don't you on. say it. Don't Come you say on. it, Melody. Come on. Don't you support Come this. On, yeah. this I really it's don't better. love Mulan Rouge, but I hated King of the Crystal Skull, so okay. Mulan Rouge it is. Oh, come on. This is not the only Indiana Jones movie with a South Park episode about it. That's <laughs> 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 Well, Is that how the standard, is that how we measure things now? Yes. Moulin Rouge. I mean, come on. It's not that far yeah. off. Come, come on, man. So <laughs> I I am a big proponent that people uh, over-dramatize how bad Kingdom of the Crystal yes. Skull is. Oh. Come on. Oh, come no. on. So uh, it's, it really, you need to revisit it. But what? I think I got to oh. go Moulin Rouge on this one. Okay. Thank oh, goodness. That's... I was about to. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay, Josh. I'm out. Okay, good. <laughs> so it means I get to break the break the tie. So I'm a big proponent of it is exactly as bad as we not, all remember, it's not, and uh, it is not it is deserved not. to be revisited. It is, it and is. Moulin Rouge is an underrated masterpiece, a musical extravaganza. It's not, a masterpiece. It's not underrated. It's nah. it's pretty well rated. Here we go: The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, versus Black Hawk Down. Hmm, Josh. Mm, Black Hawk, what now? And Daniel. <laughs> um, it's tough to not think of the Lord of the Rings as a whole. Um, it is. That's the uh, first, right? Yeah. Yes. It is my least favorite of the Lord of the Rings, but I mean, they're all fantastic. So, yeah, I'll, yeah, f- fellowship. That required way more thought than I think. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. Melody. Seriously, <laughs> definitely fellowship. <laughs> and Chris. I've got the poster for the Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring in my freaking freaking office. So yes, that's what I'm going. There for. is Come your on. answer. Although Black Hawk Down, Black Hawk Down is great. That's what that's that was now, the story. It's a great good. movie. Now rank Black Hawk Down against against one of the Smaug movies. Smaug. Be- better than all three of them. Oh yeah, no sure. question. Not even close. 
All right, guys, let's do about five or six more, and then we're going to go directly into our top 20 and whittle it down, okay? Yes. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire mm -hmm. versus The Little Mermaid, 1989. Oh, oh wow. And let's go with you. Is this all Little Mermaid? Are we all there or not? There's no way. Mm -hmm. That's oh, tough. Can we, just, can we okay, do a movie Chris. I've seen? Josh, everybody in the world has seen these movies. Both of them. <laughs> Both of them. Yeah. This, these are very popular these are films. Like, Josh, these are, you, these are you monsters. Know, you would actually have to look for oh people God. that have not seen yeah, both really. of these multiple times. <laughs> oh. True story. All right. Let's start with you, Chris. Goblet of Fire or Little Mermaid? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Little Mermaid just because it is a classic beyond compare. Okay. Melody? I feel like I really did love Goblet of Fire, but I, I still I have to go with Little Mermaid. Daniel, they're throwing some really tough ones at us today. That's that's really close. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Little more Little Mermaid's more of a classic, I suppose. So uh, yeah, I guess I'll go with that. But it's close. Okay, and Josh has said he hasn't seen these. Have you not seen the Little Mermaid either? Yeah, that's weird. <sighs> I maybe when I was a little kid. What? I, I, don't, I don't remember it. I mean, Josh. I know the story. I know the story. Oh I don't know whether word. I've seen the Disney movie. Yeah. I must have at some point. Okay. All right. Well, the answer is The Little Mermaid for sure. We have Fargo, 1996 versus Ghostbusters 2, 1989. <laughs> yeah. I'm scared of what Chris is going to say <laughs> on this, but I'm going to back up Look, and you know start what? with Josh. Josh, Ghost? have you seen the, those guys oh, We're going the other way? Oh. I don't think I saw the second one. I don't think okay. so. Okay. Okay. Daniel? Easily Fargo. Melody? I don't even like Fargo, but Fargo. Whoa. Oh, Whoa. Whoa. Hey. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Chris? I mean, I'm going Ghostbusters 2. Are you kidding me? Let's do it. The freaking Statue of Liberty walks down streets, guys. It's Fargo. <laughs> All right. The next one is Office Space, 1999. Yes. Oh, I, I'm intrigued by this one. Okay. Oh, boy. Office Space, 1999, classic. Yeah. Versus even more classic. Spaceballs. Oh, oh wow. And 87. No. 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 Wow. Let's start with Chris. Oh. Chris, is it the cubicle or is it the Death Star? What's it going to be? Guys, I mean, oh, you know what? Oh, I'm no. sorry, but Office Space for me just has a special place in my heart. I love Spaceballs. This is difficult. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Office Space just because really? I Over love that Schwartz. movie. It's probably not a better It's probably not a better movie, honest, in all honesty, but it just it, it hit me at the right time in my life. <laughs> Quoted okay. all the time. Okay. <laughs> all right, Melody. Spaceballs or Office Space? This is not actually that hard for me because I love Office Space so much. So yeah, it's definitely okay. Office Space for me. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Daniel. Yeah, it's pretty easily yeah, office space for me, too. Oh, my yes. God. You freaking young Yes. Yes. So, this is 100% because of when you were born, not yeah. the quality of the film. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. Josh, go ahead. You're going to agree with him. Go. <laughs> office space is why, why? Why would I? I love space balls. I really do. <laughs> but I've seen office space so many times, yeah, yeah. and it's part of my vernacular. Mm -hmm. and yep. It's, it's fair. I have to vote for Office I can't, Space. I'm not going to hate on Office Space, but it's definitely Spaceballs. But Office Space advances. Yep. All right, last one before we get into our top 20. And the choice is 12 Monkeys, 1995, versus Disney's The Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's a theme there somewhere. Josh. Animals? Nope. <laughs> Did you no, say no? I mean, All right, Daniel. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen Lion King. I've not seen Twelve Monkeys. Okay, Daniel. I saw Lion King in the theater, literally three days ago. Uh, so, <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was playing here, so I went and saw it. Did, and you, did you not know Daniel lives in the past? <laughs> it's a time traveler. This is Twelve Monkeys and the Lion King. <laughs> yeah, Lion King. Lives I mean. Both. It's not even remotely close. Lion King is one of the greatest movies of all time. Uh, I do like 12 Monkeys. That's a good movie, but definitely Lion King. Okay, and Chris? 
It's either that or just can't wait to be king. <laughs> it was a sing along that I went to. Yes, wow. it was a sing along, oh, and they had so it, really? they had the words on the screen even oh, for the Apple parts. Awesome. It, it was hilarious. I don't That's know fantastic. About that. <clears throat> All right, so last one here: American History X versus The Usual Suspects. Oh, cool. Interesting. Mm. That's interesting. Really tough. Chris, let's go to you. Uh, usual suspects. Kaiser Sose. Okay, Melody. Yeah, not even close. Usual suspects. Okay, Daniel. It is close for me because American yeah. History X is a great movie. Really, really good. Mm, um, yes, it is. Um. Uh, yeah, I gotta go with mm. Usual Suspects. It is more classic. Oh, you wimp! <laughs> oh, come on. Hey, it is nothing is right. wrong with that choice. Yes, right. there is. What? Go, Josh. Yeah, it's tough. It's been so long since I've seen both of them. They're both good movies, but I don't have one thing that pulls one out above the other, so I'm going to vote for American History X. It's American History X. It's, it's a, not even It's close. a great movie. Yeah, it's too bad. Right. Come on. It's not close. Yeah, I like The Usual Suspects, but it gets a lot of polish in the rearview mirror. People remember that movie it fondly. It especially does. compared to American History X, which has a singular performance in it. But whatever. Usual suspects it is, which now takes us to our top 20. Are you guys ready? It is live. I'm sure seeing it in the theater made you look forward to the remake, didn't it? I'm, I have conflicted feelings. No, the answer is no, it didn't. <laughs> All right, Melody. All right, we're trying to whittle things down here. The Shawshank Redemption versus the original Toy Story. Oh, wow. Chris, let's start what? with you. What? Jeez. Um... Uh, I'm going to go with Toy Story. Oh, okay. Hey, look, that changed an entire industry, man. It did. We wouldn't be where we are if it wasn't for that, and it's still a great movie. Okay. Melody? Well, now you're making me rethink my choice. I mean, it's been so long since I've seen Shawshank, but I feel like I love it so much. Uh, I don't know. I'll go with... (laughs) No, I'm going with <laughs> Shawshank. Okay, we're split, Daniel. Yeah, that is that's really tough. I'm going with Shawshank though. Okay, two to one, Joshua. It's it's really trying to, it's pitting the genres against each other yeah. and yeah. like asking you which genre yeah. do you like more. Yeah, exactly. I I am actually going to say I'm convinced by Chris's argument that Toy Story is so very influential and is a fantastic movie. Whoa. So, Toy awesome. Story? Toy yes. Story. Alright. Two to two. And my answer to break the tie is, you either get busy living or you get <laughs> yeah. busy dying. It's the Shawshank Redemption. I love yeah. Toy Story, but it's Shawshank. No, look, th- those two movies are fantastic. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of genre mashups, <laughs> we have The Lion King versus... Again. Schindler's List. <laughs> Josh, we'll let you lead off. Or you haven't well, seen The Lion King, right? <laughs> no, I haven't seen all of Schindler's List, I don't think. Okay, oh. all right. So, Daniel? Uh, look, look, I love Schindler's List. I know List. where you're going. I love, I I love going. Schindler's List. But I know Schindler's List doesn't have a sing-along, so where are you Yeah, I mean, pick? how am I supposed to go sing to it? Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty clearly Lion King for me. Okay, Melody? Hmm, it is not so clear for me. I like I like Lion King a lot. It's not my favorite Disney. Oh, uh, but Schindler's List, uh, meh, I'll go with Lion King. Thank you. Melody picks the Lion King. Okay. <laughs> Chris? <laughs> I'm going with the Lion King. Man. Yes. Oh my god, I hate this place so much. Philistines. Unbelievable. Freaking lion cartoons over here. Dude, it's got a catchy tune. Okay. All right. Very lion similar themes. Through. Unbelievable. Okay. I'll quit the podcast if this goes the way I don't want to. <laughs> this is The Italian Job from 2003 versus yeah. Jaws. Oh, yes. The Italian yeah, Job Jaws. is in our top 20? 
Yes, it is. The Italian not, Job was a good movie. It's a it, really good movie, guys. It, it changed an entire industry. Yeah, so the answer I mean, is Charles. I've already voted. You might as well stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Three more, and then we're going to wrap up this show. We have, it really is trying to weed us out, folks. <laughs> the Empire Strikes Back uh-huh. versus The Lion King. Oh, <laughs> it brought The Lion King back yeah. because... Flick chart is in shock that it's still up there after beating Schindler's List. So it's like, are you it's, sure? It's, this it's, it's trying to. So here we go. Trying to find it, yeah. Josh, what go. Empire Strikes seen Back. Empire, so go or the I, I have seen the Empire Strikes Back, and I can never remember which one is which. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so oh my it's the one where he tells him he's his father. Remember that one? Daniel, you keep your mouth closed over there, Mr. Sing Along. For some reason, I'm, I'm leaning towards the Lion King. I don't know yeah, why. yeah, you are. I don't, I don't know why. I'm really more of a Trekkie than a Star Wars fan. Yeah, Lion King. Are. Boom, Lion King. <laughs> uh, Daniel doesn't get a vote for this round. <laughs> What's your vote, Daniel? He's on cool day. You know exactly what my vote is. It's definitely Lion King. Oh my really? gosh. So weird. Oh no, no, Melody. no, no. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah. Someone stop Chris, the madness. This is great, guys. It ends right here. Guess what's shooting to the top of our list? Yes. <laughs> Please. The Empire Strikes no. Back. Right. The answer is easily The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Daniel, how dare you sabotage this show? I yeah, promise you, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. It's kind of messed up. Messed up, bro. We have 1996. Jerry Maguire versus nope. the original 1979 Alien. Also, oh. start with Daniel. <laughs> Jerry Maguire sucks. I do not like that movie. And it is so fire. Oh, and Alien is one of the best movies not. ever. Look, that's, look that's he was four years old. He doesn't remember it very well. I'm confused. <laughs> he saw, he no, saw I, Jerry Maguire when he was four. I, hope I, not. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, but no, I did rewatch. I watched that movie twice to like try to give it a chance. I, I, it does not hold up. I don't get it. When was the last time you guys you, watched that movie? I don't get you is what <laughs> I don't get. <laughs> but, Melody. But you're going to vote for Alien. Give me a break. Melody. <laughs> I, I do love Alien, but uh, it's Jerry Maguire. What? Yep. yep, sure does. Yep. Chris. Um, yeah, I think, you know, Jerry Maguire is a really good movie, but it, it's going to be Alien for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. So Alien is a classic, no doubt. I think the sequel, Aliens, is better, mm-hmm. and Jerry Maguire is in my top ten of all time. What? Mm-hmm. It's Jerry Maguire. It's what? Jerry Maguire. So now we Which have a tiebreaker. What do we do here? An impasse. What so, do we do? And Josh, you haven't seen either. We've used Rotten Tomato scores Correct. in the past. I would be very uh, happy to do that. We have to go to Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I will. I would be happy to. Alien is a ninety-seven percent. Of course, it is retroactively, and an eighty-two percent. Boo. Yep. There Ooh. we go. Alien, it is. Bam. Alien, it is. We will. Help me audit you. And our last one for the evening is as follows. Internet. I don't know that. <laughs> that was a great I don't know. Please let it be two more I haven't seen. The original Toy Story from 1995 versus Back to the Future Part 3. So, there we go. Josh, have you seen those two movies? I'm trying to remember. I don't think I've seen Part 3. Part 3 was well, the Western. Western. Yeah, I know. Okay, Daniel. Two very different types of cowboys in those movies, uh, but very easily uh-huh. Toy Story. <laughs> and Melody. Yeah, it's Toy Story. Chris. Uh, yeah, Toy Story. I, number three is my least favorite. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. If it was number two, it would be an easy choice, but you know. Okay. But it wasn't. But it wasn't. So Toy Story. I agree. That's an easy one uh, for Toy Story as well. So since that was kind of lame, we'll do one more. So the actual last one is... Now, that's also lame. Who Framed Roger Rabbit versus Air Force One? It's Air Force One, Air Force One. Yeah, sure. Air Force One. Okay. Let's see if we can get a good one to go out on. Uh, Die Hard versus the Italian Job. It's Die Hard. Come on. That's dumb. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to hate all of you (laughs) so much. (laughs) It's Jaws and something else. But here else. we go. The, it is 1975 Jaws uh-huh. versus 
The Empire Strikes Back. Oh, come <laughs> on. And we will start with Josh. Josh. Good. Let's get this out of the way that I haven't seen Jaws. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Daniel. Good night, folks. <laughs> I picked Lion King over Empire Strikes Back. Uh, but Jaws is far better. Hey. Oh. oh. Thank you, humanity restored. Uh. Melody. This is a really tough one for me. Uh, I mean, I'll go with Jaws. Oh, the surprise pick. Chris, you're clearly going Empire Strikes Back, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. I love Empire Strikes Back too, but it's Jaws for the win, which actually makes significant movement because Empire was number two overall on our list. You're listening to the Screeners Podcast. All right. Well, that was a very fun episode, detesting, loathing, and occasionally enjoying movies. Somewhere at the end, we enjoyed a couple movies, I think. Anyways, join the conversation on Facebook. Let me know how horribly wrong I am about Stephen King and just commiserate with the fans who are so sorely disappointed. Or, you know, talk about something totally different. We're all tired of talking about The Dark Tower. Anyways, join us on our Facebook page. If you really want to, you can send us an email at screenerscast at gmail.com. Tweet us at screenerscast. And hey, if you like the episode, head over to iTunes. If you're not subscribed, subscribe. And please leave us a review if you like it. It gives us a big boost. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to screenerspodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time. Toy Story or Jerry Maguire? Toy Story. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Mm. <laughs> Melody? Man, I feel like I've already answered this. Uh, uh, this is not hard. This is not Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire. Chris. Uh, Come Jerry on. Maguire. Oh, Bam. my. You are wrong. Jerry Maguire just overtook Toy Story, guys. <laughs> Are you guys kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me right now? Seven. It won an Academy Award. Shut up. Seven or Air Force One. <laughs> they made a special achievement Oscar for Toy Story. Seven. Seven.